If work feels more like play for you, or you'd like it to be that way. If you have the heart to help others and you're looking for ways to grow your business as a healthcare professional, if you are ready to adjust your practice to suit who you are and the life you want to live, then maybe the ideas in this show will help you expand your impact a little bit more. I'm Melissa Longo and my guests and I are here to lead the way to more impact, more success, more joy in your life and business. So let's stop wasting time. Let's dive in. Well, hello there. If we are just meeting for the very first time, I'm going to take a few minutes today to introduce myself to you and my story. I have been podcasting for seven years, which has gone by incredibly fast because I've discovered, among other things, that podcasting and having great conversations with people is something that brings me a lot of joy. And I had no idea what to expect when I launched my first show back in 2016. So before I dive into the seven biggest lessons I've learned from seven years of podcasting, let me just take you down the story about how I even started and why I'm here launching this new show here today. Back in 2016, I had so many consistent conversations in my practice, and maybe those of you in clinical practice can resonate with this, but I, was, I work with a lot of moms, a lot of families, and I felt like I was having the same conversations with so many women who felt they were alone, who felt they were struggling, who felt they were not doing enough for their families, who were tired, who were wanting more, more fun, more sex, more, more acceptance, less perfection. And I would always have these great one-on-one conversations with them and I would have them over and over again and I would think to myself, gosh, I wish more people in my practice or even heck, strangers would hear some of these conversations so that they would know that they weren't so alone. And also because everyone has gifts and stories and wisdom in their own experience. So I started a podcast called Everyday Rockstar Moms. And in that show, I met with lots of people in my local community, lots of colleagues, and we just talked candidly about motherhood and what it meant. And I was really proud of that show because I was able to have so many powerful conversations with women with all different kinds of backgrounds, with different work histories, those who chose to go back to work very quickly, those who chose to stay at home extensively, those who created some kind of hybrid, those who were really honest and open about what they were feeling and why. And I had such great feedback from that show. However, I knew in my heart that as a chiropractor, I was also seeing a really big gap in my profession that that there just seems to be a lot of conversations around how to grow practice and how to do all these amazing things, but they were always led by men which is amazing because the content was great. But for me personally, at that point in my life, seven years ago, my sons were 10 and 14 and I was on my own, a single mom and trying to grow a practice. And I was finding that I was doing it in a very different way. And the feelings that I was having as far as being overwhelmed and struggling at times with trying to make everything work and, and wanting to have a personal life and wanting to be healthy, but not wanting to miss time with my kids so that I could be in the practice. I had a lot of feelings and the best support that I had was with my, my female colleagues. And because I felt there was a gap, I had it in my heart to just start a show for women in chiropractic. So even though Everyday Rockstar Moms was still rolling, I found my voice you know, more professionally and in 2016 launched a show called Rockstar Dr. Moms. And, you know, that show was fantastic. I built an amazing community. I I ran some programs. There was a massive evolution because there was a need in my community and in the the women that I knew 
to have these kinds of conversations. But what happened was after a couple of years of doing that, by 2018, I started to realize that there was lots of obviously amazing conversations that I was having with my male colleagues. There was lots of conversations that I still wanted to have. And you're going to probably hear me say on this show so many times, you know, evolve, keep evolving. But I also am going to tell you over and over again to be listening to your community. I found, you know, even though I started my first podcast just from the heart, then I found my voice with my second podcast, Rock to Dr. Moms. I kept evolving and growing. And what I felt I needed to do was essentially, you know, expand the audience. And that's where the show then morphed from being Rockstar Dr. Moms to Rockstar Dr. Life. And that show is still to this day my longest running, most successful podcast. I built some amazing relationships. I was able to expand my, my speaking. Uh, I ran different programs. I expanded my coaching. But really, I built some amazing friendships and relationships business and personal because of the experience I had with the conversations on that show. And I'm so thankful for that experience because I also got so much feedback from other colleagues and other people. And there came a time <laughs> last year after 180 episodes where I just realized that the conversations I was having were not just with chiropractors. I was having a lot of conversations with other allied healthcare professionals, with physiotherapists, with massage therapists, with yoga instructors, with personal trainers, with people that I knew that the things I was sharing and teaching and the conversations I was having exclusively with chiropractors could easily be applied to other people's lives. And I mean, in fact, they can be applied to anyone's lives. But for me, when I really think about my values and what's most important to me, it's, it's health. And I have a capacity to only serve and see so many people in my clinical practice but what I've discovered is that the amount of joy that I get from helping other practitioners expand their joy, expand their impact, and help the world become a healthier place, one person at a time, that to me has been incredibly fulfilling. And as my coaching and mentoring experience has shifted to include more allied healthcare professionals, well, this is where we find ourselves today. That show, Rock to Dr. Life, uh, finished up last year in 2022. And I just knew it, that there was another show that was going to need to be born to accommodate similar kind of conversations I had with Rockstar Dr. Life, but applicable to more practitioners. So here we are. Again, evolution, know your, know your skills, um, know your clientele, and most importantly, you know, follow your creativity, which, you know, I did skip over the fourth show that I created. <laughs> it was called Work, Play, Hustle, and Heal. And you are going to hear me reference that show quite a bit. In most of these show notes, you are going to see references to that series. That show has been produced in two seasons, 12 shows at a time. And the reason I started that show was because Work, Play, Hustle, Heal, those are the, the four tenets basically of my life. I love to work smart. I love to, to help others heal and heal my own body physically, emotionally, socially. I love to play and make lots of time for fun in my life. And I really love to hustle and, and make conscious choices for the things that matter for me. And it's absolutely what I teach. What I found was that I needed a resource that simplified my coaching. You know, from a lot of the programs I had worked in, I found that I was sharing a lot of the same repetitive messages. And similar to when I launched Everyday Rockstar Moms, I knew that if more people could hear some of the conversations I was having with healthcare professionals, they would also know they weren't alone. They would also benefit from some content around how to figure out who your ideal client is, how to shift your office hours, why you need to you know, look at certain copywriting um, mistakes, how you can brand yourself well, 
why it's important to quiet the noise and nurture your relationships, why your message matters. So you're going to hear references to that show consistently because though that was exclusively a series of monologues that I created to expand, you know, my impact hopefully, but also to simplify my coaching. A lot of times with my one-on-one clients and even in my group programs, I will refer to some of those episodes because I was able to dive into the content in a much deeper way. Hopefully you've heard audio speaking is kind of my jam. You know, (laughs) there are lots of skills I do not possess, but having conversations and, and sharing my ideas in an audio format is something that comes naturally to me after having years in television, after doing so many interviews over seven years. And for me, you know, using this format to continue to try to help other people live healthier, happier, you know, more prosperous business lives just seemed like a natural fit. So what can you expect from this show? You're going to hear a combination of incredible interviews with some really amazing practitioners of all different disciplines. But you're also going to hear some monologues where I will jump into topics around marketing, topics around how to grow your business, communicate effectively, brand, maybe create great content. Most importantly, you're probably going to hear content that's created to supporting you be a healthier, happier human. Because in my experience coaching and with my own personal life, we don't take care of that. Nothing else really matters. So this is what you're going to expect. I really hope that you'll find some value in it. I always love feedback from listeners. So please feel free at any point to send me an email, um, connect with me on social media, let me know what is on your mind and I can incorporate them into some of the content of the show. All right. I told you that I was going to share with you seven years, seven, seven podcasts, sorry, seven years of podcasting. This is number five. And seven lessons that I have seen absolutely over and over again in the last seven years of podcasting. The first is that absolutely everyone has a story. And sometimes people are not as articulate. Sometimes they're not as extroverted. Sometimes they're not as excited to share. But when I've had some deep, interesting conversations with people, I have learned something, gems of wisdom from each and individual guest. So if you're feeling today like there's nothing special about you, like maybe, you know, so-and-so you're comparing yourself to someone else, just wipe that shit out of your head because everyone has a unique story. And and that leads me to the second lesson. Everyone has brilliance inside of them. If you just give me opportunities to determine what it is and express itself. And that shows up in different ways. Look, like I've said, I've got lots of skills and there's lots of the things that I do not possess. And the more, <laughs> the more that I embrace who I am and accept who I am and find people to do the tasks, you know, that I'm not so great at to support my business, the more I can, I can honor my strengths and try to learn it into my, my weaknesses and grow into them. But the more I can honor who I am and the brilliant pieces that I bring to this world, life gets a lot better. It got a lot lot more full of joy. And so I want you to remind that to yourself that you have gifts, you have a brilliance. You don't have to be perfect at everything because none of us are. The third thing that I have learned from seven years of podcasting is that there is absolutely no cookie cutter way to run a business. Sure. There are some turnkey principles. There are some consistent things that everyone can do to grow a business. But what I've observed over and over again is the happiest people in business are the ones who are finding ways to make their life connect with their business. 
when they're really defined by more than just their financial success, when they're finding ways to honor who they are as a person, as a parent, as a partner, as a spouse, when they're taking care of other parts of their life. And if we just try to model every single business after some framework, then we miss the joy and the beauty of the individuals that create their own businesses for themselves. And that diversity is something that I think is incredibly valuable in society. That ties into sort of my fourth lesson, something that I also find myself saying a lot, and that is the fastest way to an unhappy life is trying to be someone that you're not. Look, the whole idea of adjusting your practice is to literally adjust your practice style to fit who you are and your personality and your skills, but also to adjust it to reflect where you're at right now. If you have young kids, maybe you want to work more, maybe you want to work less as your kids transition or your parents age or you find you need to relocate for a spouse or some other you know, joy and excitement that's down the road from you, you can keep evolving and make your practice and your business life fit who you are. And if you're trying to fit into someone else's mold of what your success should look like, who you're supposed to be, I don't know. In my experience, personally, that has led me down lots of challenging times and times when I don't have any regrets, but times when I absolutely look back and think, yeah, you really were being yourself. And the more I've owned, as I said, owned who I am, the more I talk to my clients about this, of getting to know your values and getting to know what you really want, then the level of joy comes up. And isn't that what life is all about? You know, finding a life that, creating a life that is meaningful to you, not to someone else. Which leads me into the fifth lesson that I have learned, and that is that perfection holds people back. Look, you're going to hear me, you know, fumble my words in these shows. You're probably going to hear me say more ums and buts than, you know, I would love to. But my attitude has always been done is better than perfect. If I waited till everything was perfect, no one would benefit from some of the ideas that I have to share. And look, I don't have all the ideas, but I do have some. And I have been able to lead people towards greater business success, greater retention in their practice, most importantly, greater health and happiness. And if I held back and kept all those ideas tucked away inside of me because the audio wasn't perfect or my words weren't perfect or maybe I swore, maybe I didn't, then I know without a doubt that none of those people's lives would have been impacted. And for me, I'm motivated by service. I'm motivated by impact. That's where I think I'm supposed to be here on this planet. And so if you're holding yourself back from sharing the message that you have about health, about healing, about whatever it is that you do, that your gifts are, other people are also missing out. Okay. So perfection, I often talk about, you know, imperfect action is better than no action. Find a way to take some action in some part of your life, because if you don't, you're also not going to get any feedback about whether or not what you're planning on doing is even effective or not, or if it's going to give you the kind of outcome that you're hoping for. The sixth thing, the sixth lesson that I have learned is that when you have a vision, it starts in your heart, the business always follows. Look, when I started my first show, Everyday Rockstar Moms, I had no business ideas. When I started the next show, Rockstar Dr. Moms, again, my coach at the time said to me, what's the business model here? What's the outcome? How are people going to pay you? I'm like, I don't fucking know. I just knew I need to do this. I know it's in my heart. And it was such a big piece of my life at that point in time that I was easily waking up early to work on it. The ideas were coming together, the guests I wanted to have, everything was flowing because I was so sure that I was aligned with some kind of work that I was supposed to do. And so when you have a vision, when you have a passion, 
it's in your heart and you know it and it lights you up, then everything else gets easier. And guess what? The business will follow. I wouldn't be sitting here today about recording, you know, the introductory episode of my fifth podcast seven years later if I didn't have the success and the outcomes that were not planned with the first couple of shows. So trust me, when you have a vision, hold on to it and do the work that's required to build a business that you want, but it doesn't go the opposite way. You know, if you're, if you're in something just to, just to make money, you don't really have your heart in it. I don't know about you. I've tried that. It doesn't really work. It's hard. I don't do the tasks I'm supposed to do. And that's actually a really big metric for me when I'm trying to measure a new project. If I'm driven to do it and I'm excited and I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting up early and I'm, ex- I'm dancing before the show and before I do the interview, that's a good sign to me. If I'm procrastinating and if I'm not, you know, making the time to do the work, I know it's not really in my heart. So that's just a bit of a litmus test for me. Again, I want you to do you. I want you to adjust your business and adjust your practice to reflect you. But I want to make sure that you you hone back in on the vision that you have and you try to connect it to where you're at right now and really check in about whether it's something that, you, that lights you up and that you're passionate about. Because if you're not, it's okay to find something else. It's okay to reroute. It's always okay to course correct. The last lesson, number seven, that I have learned from the last seven years of podcasting is that you just need to keep evolving as your customers and your curiosity does. I firmly believe that boredom leads to bad behavior in all parts of our lives. If we get apathetic and bored in our relationships, you get a little bit lazy. Maybe you don't communicate as well with your partner. Maybe you don't make as much of an effort. Same thing with your friendships, with your family relationships. I also believe that if we get bored in our business, we don't really, we don't show up the same way, you know? And so all of these ideas here are designed to help you stay a little bit more engaged and to get a little bit more engaged in your life and business and start making choices that are right for you, whatever they're going to look like. So if you're not evolving, if you're staying stuck, then I want you to keep listening to these episodes and I want you to reach out to me and let's see if we can get you feeling a little less stuck because really life should be full of fun and joy. And if it's not, I really truly in my heart believe that you're robbing yourself of the ability to shine. And the more you shine, the more you give other people permission to do the same. All right, friends, I hope to connect with you all at some point. As I said over and over again, I always love feedback from listeners. And the show is, is here for you. It's, I'm creating this out of, you know, out of my vision for a greater world, a greater humanity, of wanting to create impact with some of the, some of the skills that I humbly possess. So until the next episode, we will catch you then. All right, that's a wrap. Thanks so much for the opportunity to share some ideas with you today. I truly hope you found something in today's show that resonated with you. But what I hope even more is that you take the content, you take something that you learned and use it to adjust your practice to make a shift in the lifestyle that you want to live. If you love the show, please send us some feedback, please write a review, and most importantly, it helps us if you share it with others. Have an awesome day, friends. We'll catch you on the next show.